Hi guys, it's Brianna Greenspan, and today I'm super excited to be with the host of Bridges 613 one more time, Elizabeth Gossage, for us to discuss this thing that we know is not new, but I'll call it the new way of doing an old thing, Passover what to do about Passover, and what to do about Passover during quarantine, what does virtual Passover look like, and where are the offerings for all the Jews of all the different denominations to feel connected and celebrate this holiday season. So I'm super excited to be joined by Elizabeth for us to chat about this. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Brianna. So glad you're joining me. And um just want to give a little background to why I um, have Brianna with me and why we were thinking that this was necessary at this time. Obviously, like uh, probably many of you, I got online and started looking at the resources that were out there and realized what an abundance of wealth we have in our resources that have just been created in the past few weeks for our new reality of virtual life. Um, and at that time, I realized that there are so many great organizations that need to be shouted out that are wonderful and have produced amazing new modern ways of considering what our Passover can look like. So I'm excited to share a few of the organizations and what their offerings are. And this, this kind of came about of the two of us doing this podcast together because one, we did the last one together. We're best friends. I support Elizabeth on her journey of sharing cool, relevant Jewish causes uh, with the Jewish diaspora, but two, um, we have very different perspectives because in the last few weeks, I have heard nothing but challenges from people, whether they were, you know, interfaith families that say they celebrate Passover and Easter and they don't know what to do, or divorced people who are single now living alone that don't have their family next to them, or people that, you know, don't feel that their Passover Seder is the same as it always was, and they wanted some content to spruce up their Seder. And so I was literally hearing from all these different families or individuals who were really struggling with where to find quality Passover content. And so Elizabeth coming to me saying, oh my gosh, in the last three weeks, I found so many amazing resources. It, it really was the perfect blend for me to hop on and hear from her about the different resources that are available. And actually she sent me a, a series of different websites that we'll put in the show notes that are all collecting events and materials for you to either zoom into or print off and add to your Seder. And so I'm super excited for you to share with us uh, maybe two of your favorites that you've come across that you think are going to you know, really speak to that audience. Yeah, so I will talk to you about my two favorites in a second. I do want to do a small shout out to Shy Tribe and Rebecca Joy Schwab. She did put a link on the Shy Tribe website with 
many of the uh, recommended sites that I had shared with Brianna. So please visit there because it's a much more inclusive and detailed list than what uh, Brianna and I are going to share with you at the moment. Uh, and uh, you know, Shy Tribe is a great resource for also aggregating information. So I just I just wanted to uh, shout out to Shy Tribe. And I so so it's so hard to narrow down. Uh, I'm going to start to, to talk to you a little bit about um, Institute for Jewish Spirituality. Institute for Jewish Spirituality is really a place where we can combine prayer, Jewish prayer and meditation and mindfulness. Uh, the rabbis, the curators of that site and provide meditation retreats, online classes, um, just bringing in the uplifting spiritual side, side to Judaism. And they have created an, an amazing resource for Passover. They are, let me look at my notes. <laughs> yeah, so you sent it to me yesterday, and I was literally blown away by the quality of content that they were providing. You can literally go to their website, and you just put in your email address, and they'll send you an email that has one, two, three, four, five, six different additional resources for your Seder from things like the Seder as a spiritual practice or Dianu as a gratitude practice or making Pesach personal, cleaning out your inner comments. When she sent me this, I was blown away. And so it's, you know, such a beautiful thing to have amazing friends in your life. So when I was saying, Elizabeth, I don't know how to help all these people who are complaining that they won't have a quality Passover experience. And Elizabeth coming back at me saying, it's shocking to hear that from you because there are so many awesome resources. Here's 75 different ones for any kind of Jewish person. And I was blown away. So I heavily recommend you going to their website. And what were some of your favorites from that list? Oh, so first of all, I, just so our listeners know, you, you can go to their website. It's under a tab called Resources for Challenging Times, which I think it's great because we don't have to look at challenges as a negative. And um, we just have to look at something that we learn and grow from. So I, I loved how they worded it. On their website, you go to the place where it says Resources for Challenging Times. You'll need to put in your name and your email address, and they'll send right to your inbox these resources. They also on their site have video clips, audio clips, and writings that can be integrated into your Seder or things that you can use pre-Seder to prepare yourself and things you can use throughout Passover. One of the um, readings that I read actually this morning was a meditation on just getting in the mindset. It would be a great meditation to use to just start your Seder or for yourself to ground yourself before your virtual guests arrive. Um, I, I could see it being used when you're, if you're by yourself, maybe you won't have a virtual Seder, but you're creating it right by yourself. I can see it being used in, in a group on a Zoom call. Uh, and also, Throughout Passover, it's just, it, it's a great resource for grounding. 
So go on Institute for Jewish Spirituality and download their resources for challenging times. So let's move on to another organization that I think really covers everything. It's an organization called Jew Belong. Yes, Jew, Jew Belong. <laughs> and I really, I like their tagline. Their tagline is Jew Belong for when you feel like you don't. And how many times have we felt like maybe, maybe I don't need Judaism in my life. Maybe I had a negative experience in religious school. Maybe I don't live in a highly populated Jewish community. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I just haven't heard anything uh, that really resonates with me. And um, I'm feeling like a fish out of water when I get around Jews. So Jew Belong is there to make a safe space for anyone and everyone, no matter where they are on their Jewish journey, and whether you're Jewish or not. Um, so their resources are plentiful. And what I really love about Jubilong is that they have a complete online Haggadah that's modern and vibrant. In fact, this was the site that I said to myself, I'm definitely using these resources for my own families, uh, virtual Zoom call, Seder this year. Uh, I can just go on and on. Why don't you ask me some questions about the Jubilong site? Because I, I could talk forever. And Yeah, so I'm, I'm really curious, what was it about the Jubilong website that made you feel like it was relevant for people on, uh, for Jews on any part of their Jewish journey? I'm looking at their website right now, and I, I mean, I, I clearly understand. Um, it is just a plethora of down-to-earth, relevant, interesting, Jew-focused content. Um, and I'd never even heard of this organization. So I'm, I'm very impressed that you found it and that it has so many resources. But I just want to know real quickly, what about Jew Belong did you feel makes it relevant for people, you know, anywhere on their Jewish journey? Since I am working in this realm of speaking to people that are running the innovative organizations in Jewish life today, I hear certain words repeated over and over again, certain words that indicate what Jews and Jewish community and, and what people are looking for. And I felt like when I was on Jubilong, their website, they had all the right words. They said everything that everyone's looking for they come right out and say, helping you find um, joy, relevance, and connection, and, me and meaningfulness. And I think those are all the things that we are looking for today in our Judaism, with our Judaism. And um, it's, 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 um, it, they're spot on with what I feel people are saying are the needs today. So that's why I'm excited about Jubilong. Um, and then their, their Passover resources are just fun. There's a skit. Uh, there are 
printables. There are suggestions for your uh, centerpieces. And, you know, I guess if you're hosting a Zoom call, you want your table to look as it would, just as if you were having guests in your home. Um, so I saw, I saw some very creative ideas for setting up your table. I just thought it was a lot of fun. It was relevant, timely, it really is spot on. I love it. So I wanted to briefly mention, I'm looking at this list that you sent me yesterday. I know we mentioned the Jewish spirituality, uh, the Institute for Jewish spirituality, and we will put the link to that, uh, to all the resources that we're mentioning and to some that were not down below. Um, but you mentioned the Jewish Emergent Network and 18 Doors Unlocking Judaism. And I think that both of those are super relevant right now as well, because um, they, they have a list of offerings for anyone who really doesn't know what they're doing, doesn't know what, what, what like, you know, if they have no idea what they're going to do, Passover is literally on Wednesday and they forgot or were living under a rock or were ignoring the fact the Passover was coming because of this current crisis. Um, I really think that both organizations, depending upon if you are an interfaith family or if you are alone and want to have a Passover, a virtual connected Passover, they have a lot of resources. Um, can you just, I know you wanted to only talk about two, but can you briefly just chat about those two for just a moment. I definitely can and I thank you for bringing those two up because they're also, as you said, they're very relevant. I'm going to start with 18 Doors. Many of you may have heard of 18 Doors as interfaith families with, with they recently rebranded re and now they've renamed themselves to 18 Doors, although they're focus and their mission is all about um, making it work in an interfaith family. Uh, so their Passover resources are so all-inclusive. They start with the, they start at what goes on a Seder table and why it goes on there. And they go all the way to a full Haggadah that you can download to use in your interfaith Seder. Their resources are explanatory and in an intellectual way without being overkill. They make it simple and relevant. Uh, and 18 Doors is um, just really cutting edge on making everyone feel included in inclusiveness and you know, giving us the resources to talk to our interfaith partners and their families. Um, and one of the things that I found on their website that I learned about that I thought was so much fun when they were talking about the traditional objects that go on the Seder plate, they mentioned a whole list of objects that have been added since the traditional ones. And I think some of them are fun and relevant and important. I'd like to just mention two. So there is a new tradition to add olives to our Seder plate. And 
just in the hopes that we bring peace in between Palestine and Israel. And of course, you know, extending an olive branch is a way of bringing peace. The other uh, very important, and this is something I've, I've been passionate about because I've created whole chocolate seders. So there's a tradition now of putting fair trade chocolate on our seder plate. And of course, Passover is about escaping from slavery, but we need to remember that there is still slavery going on in the world. Fair trade chocolate is our reminder to make sure that we're purchasing products that are not being produced by slaves. Because as it says, we are commanded during Passover to, to think of ourselves as being freed, getting out of Egypt ourselves. And the, in the most important way we do that is by remembering that there still is slavery and working against it. So uh, those are some fun, there are more uh, fun ideas to add to your Seder, Seder plate, but I'll let our listeners search those out for, for the sake of time today. And yeah. Jewish Emergent Network, let's talk about that. Uh, Jewish Emergent Network is a group of, I believe it's six, it might be eight spiritual communities uh, throughout the country. Um, I'm most familiar with Mishkan Chicago, of course, because I'm in Chicago. Uh, they also include Ikar in LA, um, The Kitchen, uh, Sixth and First. So these are all spiritual communities. Um, some have buildings that they're in, some do not. Mishkan, for example, doesn't have its own building, but they have brought together people to pray, to worship, um, in again, in a way that brings meaning and new life to Jewish practices. So Jewish Emergent Network is the umbrella organization for these spiritual communities around our country. And on their website, they have an amazing calendar of what is available online by these communities day by day, actually starting back the 1st of April going forward. That is where you can find uh, virtual seders, virtual discuss discussions about Passover. Um, I recommend that you go there. In fact, I think that our second night of Passover, my husband and I will join one of these communities virtually. And yeah, so explore something new. We get to explore something new. This is really just an opportunity for you guys to take the resources that Elizabeth has created and scour through them. Spend five to 10 minutes today looking through what websites have, have content that resonate with you and either print it off, you know, share it with your virtual family so that they can have the same resources and you guys can do something together or zoom in to one of these amazing offerings. I know that for me on the second night, you know, I like to do things that are a little bit outside the box and I am joining a reggae folk musical experience that is the musical center of the century that is going to be super fun. It's going to feature Bob Marley and Billy Joel. And I think that 
Um, that is just a perfect example of going on these websites and figuring out what offerings resonate with you. And so I know the people in my household really love music. And so having some kind of musical Seder was something that I think would bring a lot of them joy on their second night. But, you know, adding a meditation or a resource or upgrading your Haggadah or, you know, giving an offering to that single aunt who might be alone, who doesn't know what to do is really a mitzvah right now and a blessing for us. So I'm super grateful to technology and I'm super grateful for you, Elizabeth, for curating this amazing list. And, um, I am super excited to hear feedback from people after you listen to this podcast, after you have your first and second Seder or beyond, um, and just share with Elizabeth and I what resources that you found really helpful, which ones that you would recommend to other people. You know, I know for myself, the clearing out your inner chametz activity is not only something that I am going to do with my family, but it's also something that I've already shared with a few uh, Jewish meditation teachers and Jewish yoga teachers. Um, and I know that 18 Doors, I've already shared with a few of my interfaith friends who have been saying like, I don't know, we normally do Passover with my family and Easter with his family. What are we going to do here? And, you know, the truth is we now are empowered. You as listeners are empowered to have access to the resources that you can now be a leader in your community. Just like Elizabeth was the leader for my community, literally sharing with me and my friends all of these amazing resources that I would have never known about otherwise. You now have the opportunity to look at the different links below and share with your friends and family what is happening right now. And I want to point out that you don't, you don't have to have a Seder either. Maybe you've never had one before. Um, maybe you just feel overwhelmed because we're stuck at home. Maybe you just, it's not within your bandwidth right now to do that. And that's okay. But the resources are there and you can look at them. You can use them before Seder night, during Passover, after Passover. There, there's no one obligating you to have a Seder. Uh, we're just hoping that maybe you take one resource and give it a try. Think about it. Maybe, maybe today, maybe in a month from now. It doesn't have to be this Wednesday night or Thursday night. Whenever you feel moved to to do so, uh, just we're hoping that you just connect to something Jewish and something that helps you grow personally or on your Jewish journey. And one other thing that I'm going to throw out there is I've heard some people say that because we're sheltering at home and we're socially not, I, I don't want to say socially. I want to physically say physically, isolated. Physically, physically distancing. Some of you can't get out and make matzah. Well, this is great news. Matzah is probably the easiest thing to make at home. It requires two ingredients, flour and water. And all the, the trick to it being matzah is that it only takes you 18 minutes from the time you mix the flour and water to the time you get it in the oven and bake it. A couple of these websites that we mentioned have recipes, have directions. Uh, I've had some friends already post on Facebook that they tried making their own matzah this year. And um, also it's a great, 
a great thing to know that matzah doesn't have to be dry, flat crackers. The original matzah was more like a soft, flat bread, more like a pita, not risen. So it's okay if your matzah isn't dry and crunchy. Although if you like it that way, I, I personally, I like it that way. Either way, um, matzah can be different. Uh, so try a new, try a matzah Absolutely. recipe. Absolutely. And also remember that it's okay to be creative. Like I just spoke to one of my friends who said, you know what? I used to make Passover for 40 people. My kids are grown. My husband passed away. I am all alone now. I'm also going through a lot of health challenges and I'm a vegan. And so she had all of these different layers of complexity around a holiday that she used to be the host of. And she said, you know, I don't even eat much matzah, but I need a slice. And then she said her neighbor was going to bring it. She didn't need a box. Then that she knew a neighbor and they were just going to bring over a piece of matzah so she could have her Seder. I asked her if she had haroset and she said, I've got an apple and I've got a walnut and I talked to a rabbi. And if I take a bite of both at the same time, there we go. And so, you know, there's a lot of ways to be creative. Exactly what Elizabeth was saying, whether it's making your own matzah, it's, you know, being creative with the things on the Seder plate. It's, you know, doing some or not at all, or doing the best you can. Um, and knowing that, you know, all the different shades of gray are fine. Yes. We, it, nobody's judging you and you can just make your own experience however you feel comfortable and know that the Jewish community is holding you and has created a safe space for all of us to have support and resources if we need them. Thank you, Brianna. Thank you for uh, getting me to come on and talk about these great organizations. And I want to just conclude by sending out wishes of a very happy and healthy um, sheltering at home Pesach. So Chag Sameach and uh, enjoy your matzah no matter how it looks or taste this year and um, just um, have yes, fun. Yes, yes. And have remember fun. next year in Jerusalem. Have a nice day, guys. Ciao.